Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com What the heck is up, everybody? Welcome to Sunday. We have a wonderful cannabis legalization news. We're going to talk about cashless ATMs and a plethora of other crap that happened this week in cannabis legalization news for December of 2021. Miggy, welcome. Hey, what up, everybody? Thanks for joining us on this Sunday. 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 Sunday show. It's a fun one. I mean, cannabis legalization news is going to take mostly a hiatus for the next um, you know, couple of weeks as it's the end of the year and it doesn't look like anything's really going to get past congress but gearing up for 2022 is going to be something else yeah dude I, you know here in washington i just uh, last night i i just witnessed over two thousand people gathering at a uh, convention to watch three guys talk on stage about podcast shit which blew my mind like uh last night i had an opportunity to go visit the watch the last podcast on the left live and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was nice to go to a live show, and it was weird to go to a show that wasn't a concert, like music or whatnot, and, and to see so many people just hanging out and like civility wise, and you know we were even drinking and stuff. But uh, uh, and at, at that point, I was able to use my credit card to buy the drinks. It was nice. Yeah, because like, wouldn't it be nice if I could buy this non-alcoholic? Okay, there's a tiny bit. It's a it's a Miller sixty four. It's like a two percent beer. Uh, I have alcohol in it. Um, That's not no. Right. You, you can't use your cash. You can't. You can't use your ATM. You can't use your card. Uh, so what did Visa just come out and say? Well, Visa issued a warning to uh, uh, against misuse of cashless ATMs used by cannabis retailers to skirt restrictions. I can't believe it. Cashless ATM still illegal, so says Visa. This was actually one of the first episodes that I ever did of cannabis. I used to have the, the channel called Cannabis Industry Lawyer before I moved it over to Cannabis Legalization News. And so... I was like, all right, well, you can't use this. How is this getting done? Because people have told me about these types of stories where they are um, saying that they've been able to buy weed with a uh, an AT, a credit card or a debit card. And I'm like, no, but I have seen this cashless ATM stuff where you use your debit card, which might say Visa. It might be a Visa debit card. Uh, and then you you use that, and it's just like an ATM transaction, except instead of the the money coming out, and then you using it and then paying for your cannabis, they just skip that step and they make it all digital. Uh, and so uh, I guess that's what uh, uh, Visa's cracking down on. Well, and this is for at point of sales transactions. So this, you know, they're using that cash ATM saying, hey, I'm going to ATM uh, $45.10 at this uh, green herb happiness 420 mm-hmm. store. Right. right. And, and and so like, yeah, at the end, you're, you are subverting that supposed code that you're talking about, right? Because uh, Pro Cannabis Media just did a show on this where they did a whole uh, people in the financial uh, part of it. Even Josh was on it. Uh, we're talking about, you know, with the, how the Safe Banking Act just recently got denied, at least mm-hmm. riding through. And it, it, it would be helpful for everybody from, from the, the lowest end person to the, the highest MSO, you know, for lack of a better. But the, the, the lack of that code that you were talking about, because Every time I see these financial people, I I, I kind of think like, oh great, somebody's got an answer to how I can use an ATM card at a store. Like finally, I can like not walk in with four hundred dollars just to buy a, a dab rig or an ounce or whatever the case is that you you don't have to carry that much money because you are a target when you are walking around with that money. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the story goes on, though, to kind of report this Visa is the second largest credit card company. I guess they're behind MasterCard. Uh, and they are this warning is as lawmakers, they don't pass safe banking. You know, it was a December 2nd memo from Visa that was obtained by the Marijuana Moment. Shout out to them. Don't forget to sign up for their legislative um, database that they have for 25 bucks a month on their uh, Patreon account. Uh, so uh, Visa said they were aware of a scheme in which merchants are using cashless ATMs to effectively sidestep the restrictions on what types of sales that payment cards can be used for. You see it all the time, actually, in the industry when you go to those trade shows. But cashless ATMs are point of sale devices. Oh, you, I think you already mentioned that. Uh, let's do Nathan Gurin, CEO of FinCans, uh, quote, the cashless ATM solution in order to accept credit cards as a setup is clever, uh, but it's also fraudulent. According to him, and what keeps me up now is not a win. No, what keeps me up now is when, not if, one or more of these eager assistant U.S. attorneys with their eye on advancement seek their teeth into this. It has catastrophic potential to derail our industry's momentum and inflict great damage. Remember, the election that's coming up next year has consequences. What type of U.S. attorney would go out there and try to? sue over this you know well and that's the thing right somebody can get a hair up their ass and be like yo we have crime these guys are subverting and not paying taxes now you now they're aiding and abetting for whatever they want to you know whatever the bribery charge or what a mm -hmm. diversion whatever charge they're going to made up as whatever charge gives them any type of money to go ahead and like um you know prosecute but you know the thing is too it's kind of like prohibition, right? We, we've created criminals, right? These guys don't want to be criminals. This is all about what, like a four digit code at the end where they can say this is cannabis. And I've asked you this before. Why can't they say this is produce? Produce technically is, I'm, I'm just, saying. I don't know, man, but we're talking about that stigma right now. And that's, what's coming out of New York. I mean, New Jersey is going to legalize and about two thirds of New Jersey opted out. And right now it's over 400 New York localities so far have said no to pot sales. This is from Michael Hill of the Associated Press. He is reporting it uh, out of Albany, New York. More than 400 towns and villages across New York have opted to block local marijuana dispensaries and consumption lounges as a statewide deadline to do so nears, with many officials deciding to stay out of the upcoming market until regulators provide more clarity. You're not even going to mention the witty freaking bud blockers? Come on, man. It's always got to be something with these guys. But yeah, Bud blockers. Again, what's the number one rule of writing a headline in uh, cannabis? It has gotta, to be a pun. It exactly. has to be a lazy pun. So Bud blockers. Okay, great. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a bad lazy one. But yeah, this is unfortunate that these cities just apparently don't like money. They don't want to, uh, you know, put uh, better roads and, and better school systems because. Yeah, they don't want the school. They don't want the tax revenue. I bet that they have a tax revenue amount. And I know in uh, Jersey, it's 6.625% uh, for, you know, uh, surcharge for the excise at the retail level and a 2% transfer tax at the, uh, all the other levels. So like, you know, when the, the grower sells it to the producer to manufacture it into vape pens, and then they sell it back to the, uh, the retailer, 2%, 2%, 2%, and then 6.5%. I know, I know like that's, that's a lot of revenue, but so far with three weeks left to the act, more than a quarter of the New York's towns and 31% of its villages have voted to become cannabis equivalents of dry towns, when, at least when it comes to dispensaries. Right, but you know what you neglect, too, is you neglect that these stores, these shops, whether it be a grow shop, whatever it is, they're going to have employees. And these employees need to pay rent. And these employees need to pay their electric bill and need to pay their food bill, go to grocery stores. and Have and, a bank and, account where they don't get kicked out because their check came from an employer that's not a Schedule One uh, violation. But I'm just talking about the, 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 the money that gets funded back into a community is... In essence, these these businesses help out. Now, you found a, a link for these places that are opting out? Yeah, the Rockefeller Institute of Government has provided a very helpful link that we should throw out to everybody watching. And if you guys uh, want a copy of this particular website that's there, go ahead and feel free to email me at Tom at CollateralBase.com because, as you know, Collateral Base is where I work. So it's this interesting marijuana opt-out tracker, and you can scroll down, and some of them are still going to vote. They haven't voted yet. You know, public hearing held on 12-21. That's, uh, that's in a few more days, and, and they may vote to opt out. If they don't vote, 
they can't opt out. So that is pretty good. The, uh, the default rule in New York is to opt in. Many of the other jurisdictions that have legalized have put their default rules the opposite way. It's the same thing as if in your neighborhood, the opt-in rule for recycling applies versus uh, the manual, you know, like you're just, everybody's in automatically yeah. and you have to opt out. That's how you can make recycling uh, substantially more likely to happen. Most people should just be opted in by default. And therefore, that's why only about a third of New York, as opposed to like two thirds of New Jersey, have uh, opted out. It's a shame to see so many people because like for them to opt out, they got to be very proactive about this. Right. They have to actually come to a committee, sit around, come to a vote. And, and Fuck so, these guys. We don't want them in here. Mm-mm. Exactly. The wrong type of people and. What's uh? What is we the don't lamest win. place in New York? Anybody? All, any of the members in the audience? Shout out to all the members that are watching. Please let us know what the lamest place in New York is. In uh, that's that's Italian. Nobody is selling New York. It's all donations for now. Of course, yes, yeah. If I could just get a donation for an eighth of an ounce of weed, yeah, no problem. That's that's not a sale. It's just a transaction. And then if you're uh, a, a, an entity, you should still report that income to the uh, to the IRS. I just find it so funny, you know, I mean, because New York City is obviously just like a tiny portion of all of New York State. Uh, upstate New York is very country and it's very plain. Um, but just it's very disheartening to hear that these people still believe in some sort of reefer madness. Like there's some sort of like we don't want not in my backyard. It's all this isn't the kind of people that we want in Albany. I don't think it's Albany, though, you know. <laughs> Somebody's saying Granville. Okay, hang on. We C3, former member of the show, C3. Granville, New York, evidently is stodgy AF. So if you've ever been to Granville, New York, uh, let me know in the comments how bad it is. So we got another news. Uh, let's see. More news okay. brewing. I got, I got lost. After the, uh, yeah, no, no, now we're into... Arizona recreational marijuana sales hit a record high, according to the state. Oh, I missed that one. That's good. Did I get the link in that one? Nope. Uh-oh. You have what happens? Uh, my kid was probably coming in when I was doing this. That's the problem about parenting and, and doing a side job and running your own business. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so how y'all doing? Well, you can just skip that and then go to the next article. Uh, we actually well, have. we got Tilray. Tilray CEO. Whoops. I uh, almost hit that wrong button. Add that one. Tilray CEO says the potential to grow the business by infusing whiskey with cannabis. So, yes. And uh, hey, uh, let's have some monkey beers news. I'm not <laughs> sure if you saw that new Sunny. It was great with the monkey beers. No. But um, yeah, uh, that that's pretty interesting. They say, what, which one were you just at, Miggy? That was the uh, Tilray. Oh, go back. I, I closed it out already. Yeah. Yeah, all right. You? Uh, you, should, you should let it ferment for a bit. You know, and then just move <laughs> on to the next one. So the Tilray news, uh, we were supposed to do a stock bumper. I, I wrote oh, notes. Shit, yeah. Didn't you see the notes that I wrote, like in, in brackets at the top? Oh, of yeah. It? But I thought we were going to talk about it. Here, I got you. <laughs> I yeah. Got you. yeah. We're there. Um, Go back. Good times. Pop it in. Bam. All right. All right. Oh, there it is. The stock news <coughs> bumper. I'm going to start highlighting those so they, like, you know, actually jump out more. You know, that's one of the things about writing the show notes. You know what? Uh, Donate so you're better, please. <laughs> Tilray. <laughs> For the fourth time, we're reporting that the Tilray CEO says there's a potential to grow the business by infusing whiskey with cannabis, demonstrating he has absolutely no idea how his own product is regulated. When do you think that there's going to be infused THC and alcohol? Because I'm going to say 2037. Yeah, dude, I was going to go over like 20 years because, you know, just the regulation alone for just cannabis is going to be another 10, 15. Seriously. So the infusion of the two together, again, this is a... Uh, an obvious play for a consumer, right? I, mm-hmm. I've heard out here in the Northwest, there's people out here who have infused beer, who, who microbrew infused beer, cannabis infused beer. So it, it's a no brainer if you're an adult and understand like, I don't know, science and uh, for lack of a better word, drugs, because everything from sugar to heroin is a, a drug. You know what I mean? It, it's- everything from sugar to heroin is a drug, including this uh, particular marijuana substance now marijuana is not a drug it's a plant and actually marijuana is pejorative cannabis is a plant and thc which uh, crystallizes at the flowering tops of the female plant that is so good that it is selling out in arizona and they have reported a recreational marijuana sales hit record high 
according to the state reports. Uh, marijuana sales in Arizona hit record highs in October with nearly $58 million in estimated sales for the month. According to state tax officials for the month, the Arizona Department of Revenue reported nearly $4.9 million in sales taxes raised in that month alone, mm. known officially as a transaction privilege tax. Because remember, the way that they get you around your rights in this country is say that you don't have a right to sell weed. It is a privilege to you sell gotta- Got a high from Serbia. Yo, Russia. Hello, uh, Serbia. Howdy from Independence, Ohio. That's that's one of the bumpers we'll have to get. Where are you from, yo? Uh, But thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate all the subscribers that are out there. So uh, if you haven't yet, you know, smash it. But uh, okay. So in 2020, the Arizona voters approved position 207 that legalized recreational marijuana use and sales began in January of 2020. So it's going into its second. The previous record was back in July when dispensaries sold $54.5 million worth of cannabis. Uh, the 55, $54.5 million of cannabis is for a population of only approximately 7 million people. And it's not like they got a lot of tourists that come in to buy because California and New Mexico to their uh, bordering them, both legal. Yeah, well, uh, it could be a lot of Mexico tourists, though, too. Well, Mexico is issuing their first licenses now. And not only that, they have a very open system. So New Mexico appears to be one of the easier areas to get your licensing. Right, right. Well, I'm going to admit the, tour, the tourism going on in um, uh, um, thing uh, uh, in Arizona itself. <laughs> Just spaced out. No, for Mexico itself, not New Mexico, but for Mexico, because... You know, the, the, the American weed is way better than the Mexican weed. And, and that's yeah. their problem, right? We're we're now diverting our products down there. And, and these guys are bitching and moaning about the waste being found. You know, all the cookie packages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. It, it, it's falling on deaf ears when they hear mine. I'm like, seriously? You're complaining about that? Have you seen the crap that you throw into our country? Oh, I'm like right. addicted to our people. But, you know, it's, well, and again, I don't know where it's coming from. I'm not a DEA agent. And I hope to never be a DEA agent. I well, think I can do that. We 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 still villainize, right? Like the uh, uh, oh, it's four twenty. Oh my goodness! Well, smoke them if you got them. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you. Yep. Thank you, clouds. I really do appreciate that. Hey, uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing here over at uh, Collateral Base tomorrow uh, is the New Jersey Cannabis Business Conditional License Application Webinar. Uh, and this is the, the sales page for behind it. And you should have gotten a few emails if you have gone to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com and signed up there or tried to like fill out our form to see if you're qualified for getting into the cannabis industry. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to go over the conditional application for New Jersey. And I'm going to give my estimations of who do I think will be able to actually get through and and get licensed in the next 12 months because uh, New Jersey is going to be a lot like uh, Michigan. So it's going to take some time. Is it going to be a lottery or is it just more uh, like points? Oh, no, no. It's uh, it's its own thing. Let's go and discuss New Jersey license priority. That's what they're doing in Jersey. They've taken the social equity aspect of it, and they've kind of created a ranking system for the social equity, uh, which is fascinating. It really is. And so if you're here from Jersey, smash some likes. Uh, you know, on, on several of our videos, and then uh, hopefully I'll see you tomorrow at the webinar. But this is how they've done it. And so New Jersey is a rolling basis. And so it is just open for business come Wednesday. Rolling basis, you can apply. And they will review you in the following order. And so I've gone over this. This is who they want. 1A. If you are a 1A, you get reviewed. You know where I fall? What's up? I think I am a 10B. And so uh, I would be the last person that they are they are interested in. Hmm. And so tomorrow we're going to talk all about these one A's. I really don't want to be doing um, applications for anything that's not a one A, as I feel that there's going to be so many of those that get in and they're going to be processed first. That if you're not a one A, let's say you're a two A, which means that you're diversely owned, like if you're black or brown or female owned. Uh, you're still probably going to be in a line that's like two years long. And that mm. whenever a social equity person comes in line, 
they just cut right in front of you. So uh, some people have been waiting, like in states like California, for their applications to be processed for up to four years. Damn. That might be coming to New Jersey. But I will tell people to do this and how to apply. And they'll be like, but it's mine. It's right. all mine. I don't want to share with anybody. But when that they don't make the rules like that, right? Like unless you have a S ton of money. Uh, no, even, gonna... even if you have the ass ton of money, you can't get in. And so if you have the ass ton of money, you have to buy in the secondary market. Mm. Yeah. But couldn't you get a equity partner to get in that position, though? Uh, that is the, uh, the hedge fund that I have to start next month, uh, has to do with the seven, um, financial source agreements and then the five management agreements. And so that's, that would be the full canopy of a cannabis MSO that's trying to get its toe into New Jersey. Mm. They aren't ready for that, but I, I will be charging them. Um, you know, it's funny, uh, Levi Tucker, he must be a Canadian. He, you know, he threw out these fighting words out here, you know, Canadian weeds greater than American weed, but American weeds greater than Mexican weed. And I, it, as we're talking about Jersey, dude, in my younger days, because I, 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 my high school time was in Jersey, and I don't remember any because Canadian weed has always been a thing, right? But it's always been on the West Coast side. You know, I never heard about like good Quebec weed. It's always like you want some of that British Columbia weed or the Victoria weed. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm just thinking now, like with uh, like smugglers and whatnot, you know, because Florida had the smugglers coming up. You know, with the, Panama, uh, you know, Bobby Tuna. The, yeah. yeah, and so I'm wondering if, like, in the on the um, west side, with like you know Hawaii and stuff, like maybe that's why the West Coast, you know, even up to Canada, there was a lot of. Uh, oh man, um, Humboldt County goes back 50 plus years, 52 years at least, into like the late 60s when uh, Mountain Lady was or Mountain Girl was helping grow good pot for the Grateful Dead. I mean, like it's it goes back. Yeah. Uh, and to, uh, 50 years or more. But how did that how did like Mountain Girl get that seed that started to grow it? Or like, how did they get that Afghani that comes into Humboldt 52 years ago? I don't know. Uh, well, that's an interesting uh, interest. That, that would be a fascinating moment in cannabis history. And then, you know, who would be a great channel for that one? Uh, mm -hmm. The Future Cannabis Project is like I'm in the middle of nowhere. And they're <laughs> in the middle of like Humboldt or like uh, that area. I don't think Humboldt even has Internet. Sure. Well, I, I well, you know, because you know, there's the big like in, you know Vietnam era. A lot of vets, the Vietnam vets, brought cannabis from Vietnam and or the, their use of, and a lot of the seeds too. So, you know, obviously there were uh, consumers before that, right? With the '60s and the '50s, or the, with the hippies, and like, where did that weed come from? Uh, According you know, to this, we Nepal. need to read the King of Nepal. Yeah, to find that out, and that brings me to my favorite cross, which uh, I am gonna. We don't have, we don't have this no more. And then I will try to do it via smell-o-vision, which will not work, by the way. It won't. But I think we should play a little Name That Strain, and hopefully we'll play it way better one day soon. It still just punches you in the face with terpenaline. It's like such a fresh smell. It doesn't smell skunky at all. It's just very like, you know, effervescent style of smell. Uh, a little piney, like, you know, but very, very upbeat. And that is a Nepalese crossed with a Vietnamese. Hmm. And so it's a Nepalese-Vietnamese cross that won the Cannabis Cup in 2004. It is named for a redheaded stranger. And so that is the name that strain. Sorry, we do not have any nugs. Here we go <laughs> with the hippies. Yep. I mean, they were right a long time ago. Yeah. <coughs> and so got, they, they may have a likelihood of being a 1A social equity business, which means you were arrested for weed uh, or uh, convicted of weed. And New Jersey has one of the best, uh, most open, expansive definitions of social equity. So if you were arrested for weed or convicted of weed, we have to see how they come down on it. You can be at least a 1B. You, you'd have to be a resident of New Jersey to be able to be a 1A a 1B ain't bad. That might take a year and a half to process. I don't know. So you got the Kentucky news, but I didn't have a link. So here we go. Me, uh, I think I found it. Oh, I'm pretty sure there's a link for Kentucky. And it was embedded in the story itself. But oh. uh, let's see. It's, it, I, I think you're referencing a marijuana moment article, and then they reference a 44 news. Yeah, let's article. go with the actual news one then, because that's what we got. Well, I'll say this one's going to be an audio piece, but the headline is so we can, we can break and it zooms down. it in, zooms yeah. it in. Hit the control pluses. So the governor oh, Bashir yeah. talks economic success, legalizing marijuana, and speculation of a presidential run. 
So I think presidential run too. And then he just had those terrible uh, tornadoes come through last, no, uh, two evenings ago now, but this weekend where over a hundred people have uh, perished in this crazy storm, like a, a tornado that went for 200 miles. But uh, prior to that, he said that Kentucky should definitely move forward with medical marijuana uh, in a televised interview on Thursday. Uh, we've done uh, content over at CannabisIndustryLawyer.com about uh, previous bills in Kentucky for medical marijuana. And that was like one of our earlier articles, like two years ago. It's gone nowhere since. Well, and then, you know, it's funny. He goes on to say that part of the reason Bashir is in favor of legalizing MMJ is the economic benefit to Kentucky farmers who choose to grow cannabis. So it's interesting to hear the governor actually refer to the, the cannabis farmer as a farmer. Yeah, because they are. They's farmers. It's just that their crop ain't subsidized. Exactly. And not just that, though, but there's, you know, there's got to be a certain respect for the farmer. And that's kind of what I've always been with the advocation that I've been doing is, you know, who gets arrested? It's the farmer, <laughs> you know, for the most part. It's not... You know, the middle guy or, you know, they turned over the farmers. It's mm -hmm. fortunate. But, you know, it's nice to hear that they're yeah. Kentucky. He, said, he had some quotes. He said that it's past time for the state to legalize medical cannabis. And I can't wait because then we can get some licenses up in uh, in, in uh, Kentucky and we can make some nice tax dollars for those people that need it. And well, medical marijuana, he said, can provide some relief for folks who would otherwise turn to more damaging substances, which is true, because you know that there are stories uh, about medical cannabis patients that have left uh, the opioids. Well, and, and, you know, medical is the gateway to recreational as far as policy goes, I think, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, come on. Well, Nobody ever said a ball was the, the gateway to playing baseball or basketball or making up football. You know, it's just it, people like stuff that's good. And so it's good. People like it. You're just trying to keep people from something that's good. And you don't you're just a jerk. You know, well, you know, if it wasn't for Prop 215, we wouldn't be where we're at now with the multiple states, I don't think, in my opinion. You know, if if yeah. one state didn't if California didn't say, OK, we're going to have this medical marijuana market and then. It blew up to the point, kind of like here in Washington, where, you know, right now we have the Emerald Cup going on. This is a season. Oh, yes. You know? The Emerald Cup is going on right now. That's some, that's like a life goal. I mean, if the if the if farm is farming next year, uh, I'll be like, guys, we need to do a business trip to the Emerald Cup. We are not submitting anything. Please, God, no. You would get smoked. Like, but all these events are still worth it. Like even the Hall of Flowers yeah. that went on, you know, I, I, we, you know, we talked to Brett, what, two weeks ago and he was getting yeah. ready for this ultimate adventure, which seemed pretty epic. Like I've been seeing the post and, and even if you're not in the business, right. If you're a fanboy of like weed itself, these are great places to go. You know, they have so many samples out there and you know, this is a legal thing out there that you just have to pay for a ticket. And then that's your fee to mm -hmm. participate in this fun thing with cannabis but then the company pays for the ticket. That's the thing. Uh, and so being a lawyer, nobody likes to sell. Nobody likes to buy lawyers. And so, like, you got to hustle and you have to, like, figure out how you're going to get people to pay their bills and all that other stuff. People love buying weed. And so, you know, if you could get the, the cannabis licenses, it becomes an easier sell. And then it's all about the cash flows, you know, the consumer packaged goods. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's you're that's just business stuff though you know sure. but but right now the emerald cup is still like it's one of the like because of the cannabis medical side though you know it's been going on that long where group of people hundreds of people can gather peacefully you know experience and enjoy and, and, and praise this plant mm -hmm. and then go home and nothing happens like that's you know besides oh they get good and stone but then um yeah Nothing harmful usually happens, but, you know, a lot of the harm that's related to the plant has to do with its illegality. And so how dangerous it is to deal in it, you know, um, it has nothing to do with the plant itself. Right. And then that's what I'm saying with, with like legalization, at least for medical being the gateway is, uh, you know, Kentuckians are going to get medical if they do. And then hopefully the, the adults look around and go, hey. You know, th this isn't like opioids. This isn't like those pills that were being issued. Have you seen Dope Sick yet? You know, there was, we were legally being poisoned. And yet this plant, you know, kills nobody, has killed nobody. I was nobody. listening to, yeah. I was listening to like, you know, right now we're at the end of the year. This is where everybody does all their political wrap ups, you know. And one of the things that uh, I heard 
was when you know when Biden spoke about uh, the Afghanistan war. You know, uh, he had this quote that I thought sounded really good and was really nice, and it was like, uh, "I don't believe that you know this ongoing war, this endless war, is uh, uh, helping anybody, helping any Americans." It's like, you know what? I could think of another endless war that hasn't helped anybody. You could probably help us pull out. It'd be nice. Um, but then that's, that's the thing, right? Like so many people's lives are ruined over this mm -hmm. freaking law. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Congress will do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much. Well, here people we don't care, man. People have never, never cared. You know who people care about huh. themselves. Yeah. That's who people care about and they don't smoke weed. So fuck you. I'm going to just continue to write headlines that are jokes I'm going to continue to say that everybody's bad that uses it. I'm going to continue to oppose it. But you know, part of that problem. I feel like their parents or, or somebody that's close to them gets cancer or like addicted to opioids. And then suddenly they're like, oh my gosh, I was so wrong. I'm like, yeah, you're also like really, really powerfully stupid. I want you to embrace that powerful stupidity that you have because you needed until it was too late and you actually had to go to it. And to realize it was a lie, you couldn't look into it. I and mean, like, maybe this is a thing. You know, you had no creativity, no balls whatsoever to question anything until your life was on the line. And, you know, fuck you. Well, you should have come around earlier. Because people like us, I think it seems like, and that's the hard part when you talk about this plant and also the, the, this, how a subject, people are subject, subjugated is like, it, it gets your, Get you riled up, right? It causes a little, little anxiety. It causes a little like this ain't fucking right. I want to, you know, how can we fix this? But when you know how to fix things, especially in this parliamentary way that we do things, it's a long and tedious and unjust process. It's been easier to put people behind bars than it has been to free them. It's so, been easier to murder people, yeah, by getting a, a a specific label from the FDA that says your drugs are less addictive than ever other opioids in that class. And therefore, you're going to be more likely to sell it. Well, how do you, how can you even justify the scheduling, right? The CSA, like as, a, as a, an adult, when all these people say, well, the, the, you know, whenever they look back and say, well, it's on the CSA, they reference the CSA, right then you just lost me. Because it's just like, look, you're proving your ignorance already when you're not yeah. saying like, well, what, why is Congress, instead of doctors, finding the medical facts that we govern ourselves by? Exactly. But you what know, the hell is that, you know, well, and we know why in the beginning it was used. It was for, it's a, it's a tool. It's a tool for control, right? It's been this tool to control poor neighborhoods or first, you know, minorities. And then it became a class thing where it's like, now it's controlling the poor. Uh, we're going to keep these people ignorant. You know, when 9% of the voting population comes up in Texas to vote, that's your problem. We're so inundated and beat down and taught that our vote don't count. And, this drug is, you know, you're, you're, you're a useless POS. If you do anything chemical wise, you know, where most of these people are functioning off of chemicals with cocktails at five o'clock sure. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> there's a list evidently that I wasn't circulated, the approved chemicals to do. Right. Uh, and and I, that's kind of weird because you're going through the approved chemicals and you're like, caffeine. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, alcohol. Mm, a little damp to nicotine well it's not so bad yeah but you're smoking cigarettes like oh really wow um and then and then you get down to mcdonald's and you're like really and then it, you're just, and then you get into sugar and like you know processed foods where they they see how well this food that they have invented in a lab is creating an addiction response and you're like that's okay and you got you got me these people locked up for that flower over there what the hell is wrong with you people? Or how many products can you walk up and down an aisle at any store, whether it be the pharmaceutical aisle or like a like a like a, like a, like, a, like a weird like chemical aisle for cleaning stuff, right? right? How many of these aisles can you walk down? You look at this stuff and you go, if I drink that, I'll die, right? But if I if I if I drink, I don't know, just challenge me, you know, well, create like a, 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 a squish a pound of flour down to rosin, and I will drink all of that. <laughs> and I will not die, but I will sleep very, 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 very well for a couple of days off and on. I hope that you would. I hope that you would. I mean, like if you've done that much stuff, I hope that you would. Well, like when uh, Josh and I did the whole gram of RSO. Oh, 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 that's a good feeling. I didn't realize you could 
maintain that. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it, I felt like I just got done smoking. I didn't even want to smoke for a good 16, 18 hours. Dude. I, I was just yeah. so like, I, I don't need to, man. I'm just like, all right, well, chill. <laughs> and that's that's what we're fighting for, everybody. And that is the uh, the name that strain that you know. If you guys are hip to that, you can read things off the uh, the top level domain. Uh, that is Willie Nelson. And, uh, you know, I do enjoy a good Willie Nelson. It's just such a mm. unique smelling strain. Uh, if you haven't yet, go give that stuff a whiff. So I didn't realize so many states legalized it in 2021. There have been a good number of states that legalized it in 2021. Let's go check out who's legalized it. So the year, the year review. review. Nine states legalized marijuana in 2021. That's you know, it was such a long year. <laughs> a long this shoot. year was like a, if this year was a Matthew McConaughey movie, it would have been failure failure to launch. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so what do we got going on here? We have um, marijuana currently legal in thirty. So, you know, it's a, an op-ed out of what's the name of this magazine that we're sharing? Shepherd Express. Shepherd Express from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, that doesn't have any legal weed. They can only print like. I wish we were one of these nine as they advertise for their Potawatomi casino because gambling is fine if you're an Indian casino in Wisconsin, but you cannot have medical weed. So they can only say, you know, it, it, uh, they, it, well, I'm say, you know, because it's just as bad as it sucks that these guys in Milwaukee had to write an article about weed and like, oh, this sucks. I remember in college when I used to smoke all the time and was whatever. <clears throat> I was so impressed to see that Serbia comment because in, in Russia, dude. You can still die for weed. Like you can still die for weed in Russia? Yeah, you can literally get incarcerated even for like being a glass blower that makes bongs. Like there's still at that level of of reefer madness and craziness there. But yeah, that is obscene. You know where it's gotten better though? And we can we can go through the list because we have the nine states that legalized it. For example, Montana with recreational possession of cannabis became legal on Montana after more than 340,000 of Montana's only 600,000 residents voted for initiative 190 at the polls. Recreational sales will not start until 2022. So there must be a lot of gift giving going on for Christmas in Montana, Uh, Arizona. There you go. Which is not, they don't have good weed. I'm sorry, Arizona. (laughs) Oh, Mickey says Arizona have poo poo weed. Uh, but the state began in 2021 with legal possession. Retail sales started on January 22nd, less, in less than two months of being the certificate. Oh, wow. That's that's really cool because they voted for it, you know, uh, in 2020. And then they made it so streamlined that they were able to have like a lottery and all this other stuff and get going uh, because it's in, in uh, new Arizona is a millionaire's club of an industry. Well, they already uh, had stories like, I, you know, that's the reason why I know that they're weeds poo poo. Hmm. <clears throat> took until February 22nd for the November election results to become law in Jersey. Uh, unlike Arizona, ballot initiative directly transcribed into law, New Jersey required legislative action to apply the results of any successful referendum. New Jerseyans improved the marijuana legalization amendment with more than 67%, but it didn't mean anything until the lawmakers passed the, I believe it is the Cannabis Regulation and Mo- Marketplace Modernization Act or cream act as they like to call it because mm-hmm. you know it's Acronyms. it's jersey so uh in that in that respect i think that they they, they borrowed from the wu-tang clan they said cash rules everything around me and they're like we should call our weed plan the cream act i don't know if that was really what it was but that's how it was named i'll guaranteed how very strange uh, south dakota Medical and recreational overturned the uh, recreational, which BS, Christy Noem. That's the only thing uh, South Dakota evidently doesn't like about Christy Noem is that she did not vote for uh, legal weed. Mississippi, medical overturned. Also, Mississippi, 73%. They were trying to go for it, but they said no. And then uh, numerous ballot initiatives. Uh, Let's see, 2000. The state constitution said they had to have so many signatures. Yeah, it's just... We get a lot of calls from uh, Mississippi, and I'm like, I don't know. I think that kind of got, like, you know, screwed up. And and then New York, though, uh, recreational New York, since New York's still taking a slow approach. Alabama approved legal uh, medical, and so that's pretty sweet. New Mexico, recreational. 
I mean, it's just so many that we just kind of have to keep listing them as opposed yeah. to like analyzing what the heck's going on in each one. But New Mexico, I will say that is quite open uh, and like people are just applying. And then once they get caught up in the actual application, they're like, I need this type of plan. I'm like, would you like one? And then I, and I you know, uh, help them out. Uh, yeah. Connecticut, recreational. Connecticut's got some weird social equity and like lottery hacking rules. Those should start here uh, in the new year. Really looking forward to the 3.5 million people. I mean, like, again, like New Mexico, huge swath on the map. Like Dude. less than 2 million people or like 2 million people. Connecticut, dinky little dot, 3.5 million. Virginia, 9 million people. Can't wait. I think. I think nine, maybe even more. That's going to be a big market, but that market's going to not not really get in there until um, retail sales and other stuff. That may take uh, more time because there's going to be a gubernatorial election, it seems like. Uh, And and Virginia, uh, they did. They just had it. And Glenn Youngkin was elected. So we have to see how how that uh, new administration that's just getting in place is going to approach medical leave. So there you go. Damn. That it's was a big lot. year. I wonder That's a how many, big year. Yeah. No, I wonder how many are going to be for uh, 2022. I wonder if we could use this article again as like evergreen content and lead a show with it, like in like a few days and just see if more people tune in. Oh, yeah, sure, dude. Well, I, I plan to do another episode, too, on how like, like, I, I know the answer to legalization, how everybody can legalize it. Mm-hmm. What is that? Register to vote. Register. Then you should make, put that in our how to, uh, uh, you know viewer series how to legalize cannabis in your state in 2022 and then tell everybody to go vote because the reason why i do so like like in texas right texas is the hardest state to to register to vote right they require they 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 require an id right and the argument for ids and voting is not to have an id but you're still recreating creating a poll tax to vote right because a lot of people don't have it's goddamn 150 for for just a state id like um, that really is a poll tax just to have your voice heard uh, uh, by the constituents, right? Because as much is. as we tell them to send letters and, and, and contact mm-hmm. them, well, you know what they're doing as soon as they, they get that email? They're probably bouncing it off to see who voted because that list is out there who's registered, who's not. And they're like, oh, I'll have to listen to this guy. You know, and that's, I forget, we need to do number one. Step one, register to vote. Step two, vote. Step yeah. three, when they don't, when they do stuff like Christy Nome or Mississippi, be like, hey, man, what's up? Uh, we voted on this. Uh, Seriously. It's about something else, you know? It is. And this is, you know, cannabis is not a single issue vote. It's because it, it's a multi-social wellness uh, blockchain.com issue. You know what I mean? It means more than one thing. It's not just uh, uh, ending uh, people going to jail. It, there's so much more behind it for our, our world shit but we do need to end the people going to jail like that i love that meme that was going around with the big huge brownie they made with the the, the multi-ton brownie with like two th- what was it it was like two and a half grams there was like twenty five thousand milligrams so more than that uh 25 grams of cannabis in it thc and they said you should literally I mean, that was the, the thing that was written across it. You have this and literally free all the prisoners now. I mean, like, what the yeah. hell? I mean, like yeah. you're setting records for like the largest pot brownie and taking a picture of it for your company. And you're just completely exploiting it for commercial purposes safely. And people are still in jail. Like yeah. Lance Gore is still in jail. He's going to probably fill it, uh, serve his whole time because he's almost been in time. It, been in jail for 10 years. Yeah. So like when Lance Clark gets out here in a few more years, is there going to be a social equity um, license round in Washington State so we can get some, uh, so we can open a shop? It's going to be another set of the question. I think when once prohibition ends, it's going to be the reparations, right? Again, people have lost their lives, they lost time. You know, they can't make this up. They can't go back and make their fathers come back to life, and you know they can't bring back the one, the lost, the, the loved ones that died, or they can't have their kids re-graduate high school or re-graduate college you know they're missing so much time and this is the worst thing in american justice right now this is the blight (laughs) you know you know yeah and then and but then like again so that that's our facebook page right down there facebook.com backslash black slash free thc like you know the word free and then the letters thc uh that you can't find 
You can't find that. That is, uh, it's got 300,000 people that, that like that message and support it, but it's systematically suppressed because of the laws. And, and when you rig the game so much that the truth is, is, is against the law, that should be something that people need to stand up and fix as quickly as they can. And they've done it before in the, in the, the history of our country. Uh, and I think it's finally cannabis's turn. Everybody else had to come before cannabis because you had such a derisive approach to the plant and such a misunderstanding of your endocannabinoid system. No, totally, dude. But not just that. It's also like because part of the stigma that, that we're fighting and it's an uphill battle like that's already been. I, would, I hate this. It's been infused in the culture. Why is it when I search term marijuana or cannabis in both Facebook and Twitter, it asks me if I have a problem. It asks me, do I feel okay? Do I have an addiction problem? I, thanks for asking me. I mean, why? Why? If I do that with alcohol, you're not asking me to go to rehab. You're not asking no, me if I. Bud you know. comes and brings you like a six pack of Budweiser, and then you go party with Duffman. You're a hero. <laughs> here's the other thing too right we're we're in the holiday season now and uh, uh as i was watching my my antenna tv and watching my local news station they they were doing their highlights for like holiday gifting and whatnot and they did the whole alcohol section right and i guarantee you every one of our listener in every state you're at how many of y'all been watching your local news and what kind of alcohol presentation they give you right it's like this is, here are cocktails for your friends <laughs> you can play they have play. articles in papers like Kroger, and when Kroger sends you uh, an email, not an e they, they can email it, but they also like you know it's the Sunday Sunday paper will have uh, articles and like advertisements for stores in which they will explain to you how much you can buy a uh, not just a fifth but a handle of liquor, and this is legal. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, when I'm drafting my uh, cannabis application for New Jersey so that I'm completely compliant. I am making like four or five pages of disclaimers about things that my company will not do. Yeah. You know, we will not advertise like this. It must be like that. I mean, like, it's just ridiculous. Because of the children, right? You got to save the children. How many times has cannabis been 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 chased after for what? Gummies? Shaped of gummies? Or I don't coloring? know, but I, I hope that we can find that thing with, uh, and I, I just don't know if we slip in, won't somebody please think of the children uh, from uh, Reverend Lovejoy's wife in The Simpsons, if we play just a clip that that short, like, will somebody please think of the children? Yeah. Uh, and we could just have that, like, you know, on blast, <laughs> like the, like the hip-hop horn. Like, <laughs> well, we could just get, like, a whole bunch of takedown notices from The Simpsons. But still, and this is what it's all about, right? This whole, like, you can't treat cannabis like alcohol because, but yet at the same time, when we're in these holiday spirit, spirit type uh, festivity area times, you know, they're going to be like, here's some uh, marshmallow pyramid vodka that we just created. It just tastes like right. rippling deliciousness. Yeah. Right. Uh, We've mixed sugar, goo and booze together. You're going to love it. With seriously. Yeah. But don't have uh, uh, flavored gummies that are infused or, uh, oh yeah, or God forbid, you'd make like a banana, you know, Skittles or something like something that has a really, really fruity flavor that'll appeal to kids. Be careful with that pot. It's all about the children, right? We can't entice them with your 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 runts flavored cannabis, but yet have some uh, marshmallow uh, vodka that you want to put in your goddamn um, what is the it? Whipped cream uh, vodka. Carly B. Cardi B. She's coming up with a yeah, the whipped cream vodka. It's like Cardi B has a whipped cream vodka. Yes. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that is not okay. That's as not okay as Captain Morgan Rum. Captain Morgan Rum, not okay. I'm just saying the 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 way we're treating alcohol with the local TVs and the 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 the, the perceptions and the the biasy that it's okay to to celebrate your holidays uh, with uh, uh what's a what's a Good Morning America chick uh, uh, Hoda Hoda and and Coda whatever. And they're drinking champagne. At and then, like, if I want to do one of these, if I want to hit one of these, you know, on, on, a, on an internet area where I don't want to be censored, I have to do this. But that is just a great pumper, anyway. That is funny. But it's just the great hypocrisy that we live in is the reason why we can't have nice things. The reason why, uh, you know, America is not going to be great again until it gets its shit together. 
Yeah. However, uh, the tax dollars that are being raised right now are going to start doing good things in the state of Illinois and then soon yeah. in the state of Jersey and then in the state of New York. Uh, those monies are very real. Those impacts to people's lives in a negative way and costing them money because they're ensnared in the uh, uh, criminal justice system. And then people have to get penalized and go through that as opposed to getting a job and paying their taxes and building a business, you know, and then be taxed on it. That uh, Delta swings and, you know, it's going to be great because like Washington State and New Jersey, not New Jersey, Washington State and Colorado, they've bought a lot of good stuff with their tax dollars that they've raised for from cannabis, haven't they? Yeah, no, they've. I think a lot of, I'm not sure if it's been disseminated, you know, properly to like, you know, evenly to communities that are involved. You know, I couldn't get the semantics of that, but the fact is money's being raised. It's going back to certain areas. I know Colorado did put a lot of money in their education in their schools. So uh, there's that, but you know, at the same time, um, you know how we just talked about the Aero cup, you know, there's some numbers that came out here. Let me share with you. 15,000 cannabis fans turned out to celebrate all things weed. In the nice. Sonoma, that's fifteen thousand out of, out of towners coming to visit this right. little area and dump money. This is like why um, Seattle Hempfest has always been so good. Um, right, you're, you're you're creating you're generating revenue. <laughs> like it's just why is it that making uh, influx of cash your community bad? Yeah, you know? seriously. But uh, that's what we do here at Cannabis Legalization News, and that's pretty much the whole hour. Uh, thank you so much for spending it with us. You know, all shouts out to our uh, members. If you like this stuff, you know, smash the like button, hit and uh, click subscribe. Tomorrow, I'm going to try. I have to edit it. I haven't edited it yet. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. But uh, can you bring weed on an airplane? That'll be the next one that I dropped. Uh, after that, uh, should your cannabis company buy templates? Uh, and then I'm, so I'm trying to do like one by Monday every every week. Do one of those videos because YouTube knocked us out of uh, suggested views because I guess we are um, something that's subversive, uh, I guess. And so we had this huge influx of subscribers uh, because of suggested views. However, our suggested views have backed and uh, declined. And now we're back to what we were, a search engine optimization uh, growth pattern. And that's usually all you can do in cannabis until it's legal. And then it could be alcohol and then we'll corner the market because people won't be stopping us. But, you know, got to get there first. Right. Like, subscribe Thank and share. You. Thanks like, for joining us. Share. Shout out to the people that have made this uh, possible. Here's their list. to clean your pool i don't have a pool you're here to clean our pool and you don't have a pool well thanks for watching everybody uh if you want anything else make sure that you call miggy for cleaning your pools (laughs) till next time